good buddies. What's up and welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Show. I am your good buddy Roger. And I'm your good buddy Brandon. Kind of feel a little, little, you got a little, like a little scratchy there. Nah, you got dude. really high on that one. You about, you about fell off the... I try to do it a little different every the time. The audible spectrum there for a time. <laughs> I was like a dog whistle. It was so high I couldn't even hear it. All right, but <laughs> but here we are. Yes, indeed. Uh, Roger, it's gonna be a little bit different episode. We're not doing a review. Yep, it's gonna be one of the. Uh, we've been doing the episodes where we'll talk about an ongoing show in mm-hmm. the season, kind of early on, new stuff, and give our thoughts on that show and whether or not we think that you should watch it. Mm-hmm. And this week we are watching Higurashi. When they cry, new. Yeah, dude. And Brandon, what do you think about it? It's fine. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, it's an anime that was from a 2006 anime, which was actually from yes a series of video games. And let's just say right now, one of my good buddy Roger's absolute favorite anime. I do love it. We he's been talking about it since episode zero. Yep. If you've been if you've been around that long, and if you have been around that long, I'm sorry. Uh, but yes, he, he adores this, uh, that original series. This one is, I've, it's been described to me as a sequel slash reboot. Yes. Um, and I'm not even sold. I mean, reboot in the sense that it definitely looks different. It yeah. definitely has more polish. The characters are, but it looks to you more like a straight up sequel. Yeah. It looks yeah. to me more like it's just a straight up sequel. I get that. However, I do believe that you do not have to watch the original material to follow along this and potentially enjoy mm-hmm. it, especially if you're looking for something kind of spookier to watch for Halloween. We're recording this in October, and uh, they, I think, you know, obviously they probably timed it to release yeah. around this time. It's pretty creepy. Um, it's pretty yeah, real creepy. It has some real creepy moments, and it's it's a lot of fun so far. I've really been enjoying it myself. Yeah. But, um, Let's start with a little bit of the uh, the technical stuff. So it's Higurashi When They Cry New. Yep. That is streaming on Funimation right now. Correct. Currently, at time of recording, we have three episodes out. You yep. have watched all three. I've watched all three. I got the first two in me. Um, how much do you think, do we need to talk about the original series here? Um, I think that we can hit a, a couple of notes okay um so like for me because like, you're gonna get stuff in the first and second episode right that are important very important to the original series right and that's a thing i wanted to hit on yeah. is we're kind of getting both sides of the spectrum here because you again huge fan of this i've never seen an episode you have described it to me to varying degrees of success yeah several it's very times. hard to describe <laughs> yeah no kidding um, I finally got I, after watching these two and talking to you a little bit more. I'm getting a little more of it. Yeah, I'm getting it more. I think what what I said earlier was like it's it's easier to watch it than have it explained. Yeah, like it's much easier. It does make sense. Explaining it doesn't make sense, but watching it, it does make sense. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, one as you would think, you would have to just watch. But it it certainly helps to watch the first season. Right. I don't think you have to watch it sure. to enjoy it. Sure. I I guess to enjoy this when they cry new. And I feel like us, the the two of us, this is going to be the the testing of that theory. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I I definitely, based on your description and everything, I do want to watch that original series. But I kind of want to right now just get through this one without seeing it and and see how it hits each of us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that would be a really cool experiment. Because, like I said, and 
I mean, I love I love the original show. Yeah, we've we've already went over that. You're a fanboy. Um, and it's fun going through this because they give so many nods back to that first one. Yeah, most of which are obviously lost on me. But yeah, <laughs> and and I mean, as they should be because right, you know, like uh, I'm sure this show definitely has the potential to bring all those things back up with the way they're doing it. Um, essentially. I will I will go into slight spoiler territory for the first the original run. Oh, here we go. Because so may, first, maybe maybe skip spoiler alert. Here we go. Yeah, maybe skip. It this happens in the first two episodes. Yeah. So here we go. The this first, is this the is first episode you do not know at the very end. You just know something is is different. Yes. Here comes Roger's lore dump. Everybody. It, it plays very, very, very close to the first episode of the original show. There mm-hmm. are only a couple minor differences with the games and stuff they play, which you know you're like, oh, they, you know, they're they're revamping it, they're redoing it. You know, fine, they changed the games. I'm not gonna fuss about that. Roger, I don't want to interrupt you, but we haven't actually talked at all about what the show's about yet. Have we not? Not really. It is. It, it's a small town. <laughs> there's a bunch of kids. It is irrefutably and incredibly creepy at times just based on the first couple episodes we got what's the kid's name kiki kichi kichi who's like this dude and there's this girl this cute little girl what rena rena who he they appear to be like super close buddies okay very first thing you see in the show before any of that is what appears to be some dude apparently him murdering someone with a bat Yep, just bashing their head and blood yep. going everywhere. Blood flying everywhere. And then immediately afterwards, we're just in this world. We're in this little small town. Oh, hey, we're playing games at school. Oh, let's go have a picnic. It's very with cute. Our it's laid back camp. It's very cute. It's very cute and very cuddly. And if I didn't know that there was at some point a dude bashing someone's head in with the bat, I'd think it was super cute. Yeah, it, it, it would be like. If you didn't see that first, you know, minute or whatever of the yes. show, and you went in, you're like, okay, this is just an, another obnoxious, cute show. Yes. But there is something lying way underneath it. Yes, and there obviously are other characters. We have what's the purple curl girl's name? Uh, Rika Furude. We got Rika. We got the two little kids. Uh, Satoko. Satoka is is uh, the blonde headed one. She's the one. Rika with... is the purple headed one. She's the little one. Yes, and the blonde haired one is the one who has. Uh, I believe. <laughs> Yeah, she does the she does the like I don't even know the anime girl laugh. Oh yeah, you're gonna talk about skin, the flesh tooth. She's got the flesh tooth. She got the skin tooth. Ugh. <laughs> I hate those. It's like the the the, the stereotypical moe or whatever thing. Now yeah. I still looks weird to me. But yes, it's all very cute and. They play these games. They're just having fun. They're having a little picnic. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat all the hamburger before you do. Yeah, Man, I want to there's, there's, there's some pranks and stuff in there, and and the pranks at the very, you know, like like okay, these are kind of dark pranks, but right. it is nothing. But as this stuff is happening, you have these moments where like, dude, like you know, heard that some there might have been some kind of accident out here. Someone might have died out here by the junkyard or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, do you know? Hey, what's her name again? Rika. Uh, Rena. Rena. He's like, do you know something about that? And then you just get a hard cut. All the music stops. Yeah. No. It goes. There's nothing. It goes. And the animation styles goes from very like cutesy yeah. to very defined. It gets very just intense and all the music background sounds stop. It's just dead silence. And you, she's just like, that's nothing. And then it's like back to, and he's like, huh? And then she's like, yeah, I'm cute again. Yeah. Huh? And you're it's like, huh? <laughs> absolutely. It's very good at doing kind of the same thing that uh, Forgotten, uh, 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 what is it? Promise Neverland did. Yeah. Where it 
is very good at cultivating this feeling of unease yep. and this weird just creep factor. Yeah, and not to even mention as, even as you got all that cute stuff going on. Yeah, cute cuties being cute. That's great. And not to mention you're in this small rural town of Hinamizawa. Yes, and more so in the original show, the cicadas blare. Yeah, this one they're very loud and very present. They're not as present as they were in the first one, and I think that was largely a mixing issue or whatever and figuring out what they were doing. Yeah. Um. But the the cicadas are back, and the the show Higurashi. Uh, the title. Yeah translates to when they cry that's what it's called here they refers to the cicadas mm-hmm. um which that that struck me as kind of weird because i was like is that gonna play a bigger role or something it really just feels like the kind of weird background like just to make you feel uncomfortable yeah. kind of thing that, it's like, atmosphere yeah it's very atmospheric yes um the whole thing just leaves me feeling like goose pimply and creeped out yeah like, I need to go take a shower and get this layer of filth off of me. And that's a feeling I don't exactly love, but it is interesting that this show is able to make me feel that. Yeah. And then and then go right to, ha we're so cute. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And even, like, I'll, I'll get this out of the way now. Even a couple of fan service moments, which I don't necessarily agree with, you know, in this yeah. show. Because these kids are so cute, and they are just that pretty much children. Yes. Um, yes. Some of them not even in high school. There's a, there's you know, a, I give a lot of passes, and there are a couple moments in here like, that one's hard to give a pass, but I will say they do not go overboard with it or anything like that. It's not every other <laughs> shot so yet. far. Not yet they haven't. Um, and the, also, the for, second it, season, apparently, uh, a lot of people said there was a lot of fan service in the, uh, in the original show. Hmm. Um, I don't remember it too much. I do remember there were OVAs that were very fan service-y. Okay. They were like pool episodes or whatever. Hell, you gotta have a beach episode. Um, yeah, and then I don't remember it too well, but I, you know, most of the times I watched it was well before we started this podcast, mm-hmm. so you know, my eyes weren't as critical or looking for these certain things as they are yeah. now. And obviously we talked about this a little bit, well, with the the very first scene of the show, but also if the end credits is anything to go by, this show is going to be incredibly mm-hmm. violent. These, again, are children. You are going to see violence against children in all likelihood, and possibly some uh, assault stuff happening. Yeah. This show, this is a very adult yeah, show. Yeah, this is, this is an M-rated show for sure. Yeah. Do not let your kids watch this. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say bare minimum 16. If, if if I mean I'm pretty sure my young my youngest brother was probably around that age when we watched it. Um, maybe and he, he came out been. fine. Yeah, he came out great, <laughs> except for all those times that he wasn't great. But now he's doing good. Uh, <laughs> I want to get back kind of into the. Sorry, every time you bring him up, I just remember the story about his email address, and it makes me fucking. Oh, old. doing it's the poo poo. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Go on. <laughs> I want to get back to the point of going, yes. you know, talking about like the original series. And yeah. Whatnot. So the first, the last thing you see in the first episode, you get you get largely the same episode, almost shot by shot, aside from a couple of small differences. Sure. And then you get Rika with her eyes glowing at the very end, uh, watching over this junkyard scene, which is an iconic scene from the original anime. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I was like, wow, they're really going to throw that away right then. The whole show works in a time loop. It's like Groundhog Day. 
Yes. The time loop is happening with Rika. And I'm comfortable saying this because the very first thing you see in the second episode after you get that little shot at the end is Rika talking to a character that you don't get until the 25th episode or so of the original show. Sure. This is where the whole chain, this is the uh, the central point of all of these events. Right. Is Rika and Hanyu the character that you get. And you don't know anything about Rika. You don't know that Rika is the one that's reliving these these loops over and over and over until until that end. And literally the middle part of the the first season, the mid of the the whole show, the mm-hmm. original run, is the last thing you get is Rika's "Let's do it again." Mm. This time, you know, essentially with resolve. This time we can do something better. Mm-hmm. So the the. And obviously, we're if you haven't figured it out, we're knee deep in yes. spoiler territory. Yep. Um, the way that once once you kind of explain that to me, the way I the way it finally clicked for me is like, okay, so it's like a video game, and there's a bunch of bad ends, and she's trying to get the good. Yeah, end. she's trying to get good endings because terrible things happen. Something terrible happens to her every single time, mm-hmm. and she has no recollection of those memories. However, know who did it or how it happened or anything. Yeah. However, in that the time prior to her her uh, demise, essentially, um, the time prior to that, she remembers all of it. She remembers everything from every time she's lived this over gotcha. again, and uh, so she can use that information as she goes forward to try and progress through these storylines and try and save herself and her friends from these these. Uh, Horrible things. Gruesome events like you get in the very first episode of this show of When They Cry New of uh, Keiichi bashing in Rena's head. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah. It's a lot. It is very intense. And, you know, they're going to. They drop these little snippets of lore, too. It's so fun. It's so good. Just like, you know, as Keiichi's trying to figure things out and he's like, yeah, they never recovered his arm. You're like, what the hell? His arm. What happened to whose arm? <laughs> yeah, it's just weird, weird lines and stuff yeah. that, again, to me watching it, I'm just like, that's weird. But Roger's over here like nothing because he's like, I know stuff. Yeah. So, it's- <laughs> so the show, the original show, and I'm going to assume with this one, too, mm-hmm. they are they are horror, but on top of that, they are true mysteries. Yes. So you could, you did the way you described to me, you could watch this and you could figure out what's happening. If you are Sherlock Holmes, you. you could probably figure it out in the first couple of arcs from the original one. Gotcha. If you are that damn good. You know what? I'm going to watch this original series. You need one character to show up and you can start putting pieces together and figure it out, you know, before the first season is up for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Um, I was not that good. And I, I love the way. Yeah, just, but you're you're not Brandon's uh, good buddy, yeah. Brandon Super Spy over here. Yeah, and <laughs> and it, it leaves you like like is this a whodunit? Is this something supernatural? Is it yeah. aliens? Like it really ties in a whole lot of things to to lead you down different different paths and different ways of thinking. But right. the original show does a great job of tying it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where the question arcs and the answer arcs come into play. That are often very confusing for me to explain. Now, I get you. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do the arc formula on this one or not. Like mm. I said, we're only three episodes in, uh, but I'm very excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to check it out. I 
I Especially it, with the animation change too, it's yeah. it's pretty nice. It took me a second to get used to. That was to. another thing you talked about. Like the original series was apparently much more cartoony and kind of stiff. Yeah. Uh, some people said, whereas this one is more proportional and yep. relatively like you know modern. Yeah, and it's almost it's kind of weird because the the original one does have like these very lush backgrounds, like mm -hmm. these almost watercolor esque backgrounds, and this one kept sort of that same style, mm -hmm. but it has these very polished characters in the foreground. Yeah. It, it was at first. It was like I don't know if I like this, but I think I do like it. I think I'm fine with it. Yeah. It, didn't, it, it never was like uh, absurd or annoying to me, except for that skin tooth. I hate yeah. the skin tooth. Uh. I don't. I don't <laughs> think the animation really breaks any, any ground, but it does a good job. And the oh man, the the, the art cards on the closing song are amazing. Yes, opening and closing terrifying. songs are awesome. Yeah. Um, and there is a really cool nod for all the people that watch the original show. At the very end of the first episode, they play the opening for the original series. Very, fun. very cool. Very fun. But um, so far, I'm enjoying it. It's it's definitely a spooky one to get on top of. If you're looking for something a little scary to watch, uh, I definitely recommend it. Um, Brandon, I don't know if you would recommend it or not thus far. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm watching it right now. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it feels like... I do feel like I am... Like it's hard for me to feel like I'm not missing a lot having not seen the original. So mm -hmm. again, I, I want I kind of do want to do this experiment where like you yeah. watch it, I watch it, and we see how it hits us. So far, I do set. believe that it of can course, stand alone. Of course, I am also going to have you there, like to let me know. Oh yeah, that's the thing about this. Or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's always fun. Got to get you a Roger in your life. Yeah, ladies, get you someone who will explain the anime to you like Roger does. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how long it is before I get frustrated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, it's a really fun, uh, fun anime. I'm super stoked that they brought it back. Yeah. Uh, I had no clue that this was going to happen until like last year or whatever. When they, they announced it, man, I almost dropped the log in my pants right there. <laughs> but boy, about Shadow Brick. I couldn't, I couldn't freaking believe it. Boy, about uh, Shadow Brick. <laughs> and they did a really good, good job of keeping type lipped as, as to whether or not this was a continuation or a reboot or yeah. what it was. And maybe it is something in between, truly in between. Could be. Uh, we'll we'll find out, but I hope you good buddies check it out. I hope y'all enjoy it. And if you if you don't or you watch the original, uh, let us know what you've been thinking about the whole thing. Like, do you like the art changes? Do you like the atmosphere? Have you not watched the original and you've checked out the first? What do you think of it so far? Are you following with what's going on? Mm -hmm. Let us know in the comments below. Absolutely, we love hearing from you guys. And uh, I think we're about ready to hop on out to the ramble. Yes, uh, I'll just, a little billboard for the coming ramble. I just want y'all to know. Yeah, we might break it into a separate episode. For we might, show. we'll see how it, how it goes exactly. But uh, your boy here uh, managed to, he lost a little sleep and he lost a little free time. <laughs> but he did manage to watch at least one episode of every new show, barring a couple sequel series um, this season. And I'm going to be giving my little breakdown of where they land on my sliding scale of really good to real crappy. So uh, check it out. Ramble's coming up. Uh, for YouTube purposes, though, thank you so much for listening. Yep. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Go make sure to like, subscribe, leave us a comment. We love it. Uh, love hearing from you guys, and we would love to interact with you some more. Yeah. We will have the full plugs at the end of the ramble. But, of course, uh, you know, as we said, like, subscribe, click that bell so we can ding your dong. Shout out to our good buddy, Tom uh, Thomas Taste Better. That's Haas. Uh, Thomas Taste Better on Instagram, yep. a.k.a. Dungeon Witch, yeah, Dungeon Witch. on YouTube good for guy. the closing theme on the YouTube portion of the review portion, which is what this is, even though there's no mm -hmm. review, really. 
Uh, but yeah, we're gonna bust on out of here and get to the ramble. Yeah. And next week we don't know what we're gonna or next time next we don't know time, what we're gonna talk about. We don't know. Uh, we're, we're gonna we're, try to chug one out before the month is over, though. I, I would like to find us something good and creepy. Yeah. To have us a little Halloweeny episode. It would on. be nice. So if you got suggestions on something creepy that we could yeah. watch over the next uh, next few days, hopefully be able to finish. Uh, we would love to hear. Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, I mean this show's plenty creepy, but yeah. we want something we can watch in full, hopefully. But uh, thank you so much for checking us out. We are going to bust on into the ramble. And see ya. Love ya. And we're in the ramble. All right. All right. All right, man. <laughs> you got anything else to say about that show? No, nah, man. I think I think I hit most of it in there. Hopefully, I wasn't too damn confusing. Because it is very hard not to be confusing when you're trying to explain this show. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> it's, it's This show's a trip. The show's a trip. Um, and I don't know... I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, it's it's a weird one for me. So I'm I'm excited to watch more of it though. But um, gosh, do we have anything else to talk about before I get into this stuff? Uh, no, not really. Um, I was trying to think if there was something. I felt like there might be. I don't know. If I think about it, we'll we'll bring it up. We'll bring it up later. Uh, all right. I I before you get into uh, going over all of these, tell me about it. Um. I've only watched like three anime, and I'm about to start my fourth yeah. uh, for the season, so I'm nowhere near where Brandon is on this. <laughs> um, but if we're gonna cut this into an episode, let me re let me let me introduce you guys. We are your good buddies. I am Roger. That is Brandon over I there. I am your good buddy, Brandon. And Brandon, what are you gonna tell him about? Well, what I've done here is your boy. He done watched at least one. Some of these two episodes of every new show this season most of these only have one or two out right now some of them have three uh but i've watched at least one some two of each of these and this is all stuff for fall 2020 season of aminase new aminase and i've wanted to there's so damn many i feel like we're we're catching up from the from the bad times which yeah. we're still in by the way yeah which yeah uh, it's so terrible and there's a lot of there's just so damn many there's something like there's damn near three dozen new series like that i yeah, found man, you bold. that's just and that's just the stuff that's getting you bold, streamed. bold brave boy i'm trying man i said at the beginning of the year i'm gonna try to watch at least one episode of everything this year went out to the war and died for our podcast look I, hey don't feel <laughs> don't feel too bad for me because some of these i've already dropped after okay. one I, like we, everything ain't getting the rule of three this year i'm sorry but uh there's so damn many that i wanted to split them up and try to get them in a little uh get them into a little um you know an easier way to understand what how i feel about them so i have metaphorized this as if you can give me some like nice free uh, like wind on a snowy mountain yeah welcome to your good buddy brandon's mount vibe check obviously opinions are my own but we mountain it, baby we're going skiing we on a big old mountain it's a vibe check for your good buddy brandon uh, seeing how it feels about these series. All of this is subject to change opinions on my own. By all means, if, uh, if something I talk about being crappy on here, you actually liked a lot, let me know. I will watch more and maybe change my mind. We'll yep. find out. But that's what them comments is good for, baby. Let me tell you how this mountain's going to work. We got the best of the best. Those are the shows at the what, Roger? The, the tippity, tippity top. top. We got next down, we have the animes that are hanging out a little bit, not out quite to the top, but they're pretty high up. They're on the snowy plains of just fine. They're on the, like that snow cap area. Oh, yeah. Next down, we got those that are not that great. You know, I'm not out yet, but they're pretty low on the list. They are hanging from that cliff. These are my cliffhangers, starring Sylvester Stallone. And lastly, 
Well, not lastly, we got two more. Next up, we have those that are straight up garbage. Throw them in the trash. These are in the glacial chasm. And finally, we're gonna where we're gonna start. We're going bottom to top. We're gonna start with the ones that didn't even make it to the mountain. These are snoozing at the lodge. They curled up by the fire with a nice mug of cocoa. They didn't even get out. Just straight up fell asleep. And on I these, couldn't y'all. blame them. Couldn't even get out on this one. First up, snoozing at the lodge. <clears throat> I don't even know how to pronounce this one, really. Warlords of Sigridurfa. I think it's supposed to be Norse. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, like, aliens or something, and the military can't fight them because they're basically impervious to their weapons. So then Odin shows up, and he's like, the gods are going to help out by sending a bunch of cute anime girls to fly jets. That's oh, it. No, it's I don't airplane know. girl anime. Dog, I literally fell asleep on this one, which, by the way, it had the audacity to put out a double-length 45-minute first episode. How dare you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Warlords of Sigurdra can just go right off. Straight can up snooze Can I see that word? That's it right here. Warlords of B. That is how it's spelled. Sigurdra. 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 Because there's an R before and after the D. Anyway, next up, also taking a little nap right next to Warlords of Sigridrifra, is King's Raid, Successor of the Will. Uh, This one is a pretty boring fantasy show based on some game. Honestly, if you can get through it, it's probably fine. But it was so cookie cutter and bland that I was like, man, I don't think so. Uh, Yeah, that's that one. Next up, uh, in the same vein, Magatsu Warite, another cookie cutter show based on a game. This one was slightly more confusing in its premise, but nonetheless, not, you know, also not not easy to follow and not easy to stay conscious. There you go. Fell asleep on that one. And lastly, this one I didn't hate. I, I did get through the full episode. It was just real boring. Ikibakuru Westgate Park. It's fine enough. It's a show about a gang that it's like these kids and they're like teenage and like young adult gang. Do they have pompadours? Not really. Damn. There might have been a couple. I didn't notice them, though. It's, it seems like it's more set in the modern age. It was actually originally... It's based on... This is the most interesting thing about it. The coolest thing about it is it's based on a show from 2000 that starred Ken Watanabe, like a live-action thing. So that's neat. Oh, yeah. So, that hey, pretty cool. But the show itself is just these... It's like a gang. They're, you know, taking out drug dealers and junkies and trying to keep everything safe. It seems decently cool, but it's also trying really hard, and it's kind of boring because not much happens. Snoozing. All right, that's it for those that are snoozing at the... they at the lodge. lodge. they at the lodge. They're, they're having a nice mug cocoa. Yeah, they're having a great time. They, you know, they got the little sweaters on. It's fine. Next up, we got those that, man, they tried it, but they fell straight off the mountain into the glacial chasm. These are the lowest of the low, if they you will. They were skiing down, and they zigged when they should have zagged. Yes, and there may be a little contention here. We'll get to it. But let's start off with, first in the glacial chasm, Dropout Idol Fruit Tart. This is an idol anime about four girls who are trying to make money to keep their production house going. Honestly, very cute art. I really like the art on this one. It's very cute. However, it has a embarrassing, I would say, level of fan service. And we talked about this a little earlier. I will say my tastes are evolving. I don't hate all the fan service. It just needs to make some amount of sense. This one, though, even though the fans, it's appropriate for a show like this, you have a bunch of fan service. The end credits were like almost softcore porn. Like it's nothing but candid shots of them like, oops, I fell over and my ass is in the camera and you can basically see my labia through the through the shorts. It's like, damn, dude, that's a lot. That's a whole lot. (laughs) Also, like it's got this weird thing where it into in. I can't say this word, infantilizes its characters. Like, this girl looks like she's 12. She's like, I'm 20. 
Are you? And if you are, why'd they draw you looking so tiny and young? It just feels feels like that lolly shit. You know I'm not into it. Yeah. So sure. that one didn't really hit me. Also does some like really gross stuff where like it just it feels like it hates its characters. Like it shits on its characters with such regularity that I'm pretty oh, sure. Like, the, uh, yeah, kinda like kinda like, like a water moat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the water like, <laughs> It's just they have no agency and it's like, wow, that sucks. It, I just didn't like it's trash. Next up, this is the one we might have a little bit of contention with, because Roger watched this one, okay. no yeah. less. Yeah, because I do want to hit on this one. So I'll write what I wrote. Uh, <clears throat> my exact words here. I don't even know, man. There's a pretty dude with zero personality. He's some kind of vampire or something. There's lots of fight and one, fights, and one dude looks like that weird-ass Rain the Conqueror anime. I'm good. Yeah. Okay, so... so I watched what is <clears throat> on the program, on Verb, on Crunchyroll, as Noblesse, and there's mm-hmm. two episodes. Yep. I also saw something called Noblesse Awakening. It's an OVA. I'm like, this thing already has an OVA? Roger, if you will. It is the first episode that is crucial to watching Noblesse. So obviously, I fucked up. Yeah, and and <laughs> it, what's even strange about it is that it is only 30 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's just a regular length episode. Why'd they even have to do that? For whatever reason, the animation is totally different. Why I just... It's much, much, much higher. Uh, so much work. <laughs> I, I don't know. So it comes from... Let, let's talk about Noblesse a little bit. Go ahead. It is part of what uh, I have seen or heard referred to as the big three manwas. What? Uh, what? The manwas or whatever. The uh, the uh, Korean uh, webtoons. Okay. It is one of three, which the other two are uh, Tower of God. Okay. And the God of High School. Gotcha. So it is in the so same. So this, this is the Crunchyroll original trifecta. Yep, is what it we're is. Hitting. Gotcha. That's that's exactly what this is. Um, and I actually watching watching uh, Awakening, I was able to understand the next two episodes. Okay. I was able to follow. I was able to keep up with its kind of uh, stiff humor, um, and it's supposed to be stiff. I got you. Um, because the character, your main character, that's kind of loof is 800 years old, or he's been asleep for 820 years, or and something he's got, like that. He appears to have no personality in that first episode. Right, he's just soaking everything in and trying to learn. He's much like he got a, he got a he phone. Is, he is much like the ramen that he loves. He's waiting for the noodles to multiply. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. What does that mean? He said that. I, was, I don't. What is this? So when they put the the noodles in the ramen or whatever, mm-hmm. as ramen. Uh, as it sits longer, it absorbs more broth. Oh, so like, it looks like there are more noodles. So he's literally waiting. Instead of eating it while it's it's good to go. He's letting it get fat. Yeah, he's letting the noodles get fat. Jesus um, Christ. And the show is essentially, it's it's pretty boys whipping ass. And then they're also in high school. And what? Yeah, there's also like a weird strike team of some of them are pretty boys. One of them looks strange. And yeah. I don't like him. The one with a knife. Uh, but like, there's like the twink dude who has like the the sweater coming off one shoulder, and he's flying a drone with his foot. Like what? Yeah, the fuck yeah. Is okay, this? so that guy is he's not in the awakening. He's part of something called the union. Okay. Or whatever. They're gonna be your your bad guys. They're gonna be your evil criminal organization. Gotcha. That are trying to use. Essentially, they're using power or DNA. I don't know exactly what it is. They haven't really explained. Okay. Uh, from these noblesse. Okay. So like what our, I'm hearing... our main character here, our, our yeah. quiet, eight uh, hundred year old dude, cross earring boy, um, he is something called noblesse. He's very powerful. Essentially, 
they are like the Anunnaki or something. Yeah. They are, they came down to Earth, they were so far superior to humans or whatever, the humans uh, looked up to them and they began, they were like to, they began to form around them or whatever and relied on them for help. Gotcha. Uh, and the noblesse view humans as weaker than them, uh-huh. but they also like them. Okay. They also feel for them, they want to help. They have no desire to do anything harmful to humankind. Okay. But humans, obviously, at some point, got some power from these guys, and they're mutating themselves to become uh, stronger. Roger, I love and you. And that this, is a problem. I love you, but this does not make me want to watch the show. Anymore. I, Dude, it's just... <laughs> I will check out The Awakening. Yeah. And then I will go back to episode two of this show and be like, man, the art sucks It's now. very dry. <laughs> uh, and I kind of like it. It's supposed to be. <laughs> All right, man. We'll, um, we'll I, see how I'm it into goes. it. I'm going to keep watching it. All I, right. I, I, I like... Brandon doesn't like Noblesque. I do. Just as, just as I said before, you tell me that it's actually better than I think it is. I will watch it and we'll see what happens. Okay. So I'm going to watch it. We'll see what happens. Uh, it, it quite reminded me of the the demon of uh, the misfit demon of. Uh, okay, you didn't yeah, watch that, that show is. though. I know, but the way that you explained the it, that's what it reminded it. me of. I don't know. That show, the dude at least had a personality, is what yeah. I'm saying. Uh, maybe he'll get a personality. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he'll maybe grow one. He did send Franken that emoji. Why is that dude send Frankenstein? <laughs> I don't care. Anyway, next. Uh, it's kind of dumb, and listen, that's what's good about that's it. That's fine. For right now, it is in the glacial chasm where it fucking belongs, okay. according to me. Well, we'll I'm, get back. Maybe, maybe we'll get a rescue team to pull him out. I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it some time. 27 hour style. We're gonna cut that arm off, get him out of there, and put him on the tippity top. Yeah. Maybe. We'll find out. I'm, I'm going to at least give him some climbing gear. Maybe a pickaxe or something. Give him Python. He'll, he can crawl his way out. Speaking of climbing his way out, uh, next up in the in the garbage pit of the glacial chasm, Iwa Kakeru Sports Climbing Girls. I really wanted to like this show. Um, it's a sports anime about a girl who becomes enthralled with the Ladies Rock Climbing Club and ends up being pretty good as it, at it because climbing these walls is they literally you literally call it solving the wall you call it solving the problem and she was previously a super huge gamer nerd who that's all she did was puzzle games so this is hitting the same wavelength and she's loving it i really wanted to like this one but episode two throws in a predatory lesbian trope and has her basically assault one of the characters for laughs and that's not okay so this one into the icy depths. You telling me that there there is fan service in an anime about girls climbing rock walls? Well, yeah, but no. They, <laughs> okay, but when no, the fan service is tied that, to assault, I just that's wanted not to okay. be able to make my joke. Just that's let fine. me have you it. You nailed it, bud. You nailed it. Thank I love you. you. Next up, my setsu opening act. How the hell y'all gonna make a show about a bunch of girls doing comedy? This is a kid following her dream of being a stand-up comedian and make it so painfully unfunny. It's not funny at all. <laughs> Into the trash with it. Lastly, Assault Lily Bouquet. Show's really horny. <laughs> uh, it's a bunch of cute girls in maid outfits who are fighting ro giant robots and shit. Oh. I, I wanted to like this one again, but not unlike the last one, there's a lot of predatory behavior that's aimed at the protagonist, which is all always just played for laughs and fan service and it's not okay yeah so that's it and man the the camera loves looking at these girls thighs and their little like their their freaking stockings and shit it's like damn this show is horny all right next up we're getting into the actual uh not complete trash i'm not out yet these are the cliffhangers they are hanging they might fall 
but right now they're hanging on. Yeah, they might drop down some gear to Noblesse. They might. <laughs> Starting. <laughs> or Noblesse might. Uh, might, might grab an ankle and pull yeah. himself up. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. All right, first of all, Akudama Drive. Fast paced, hyper violent. It is censored, I will say. Hyper violent, but like you see someone's head get cut off and there's like a big black blob over it. So kind of a bummer there. Come you want to see it. You want to see it. But, you know, I don't know. If I'm going to follow this one. If the show gets real good, maybe I'll get the Blu-ray and we'll watch it. Maybe we'll get the uncensored Blu-ray. Like the uncensored Blu-ray of Domestic Girlfriend, which is currently sitting on the table in front of me. Roger, you monster. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I didn't buy that. It's right there. You bought it with birthday money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Akadama Drive. It's a special edition, baby. Akadama Drive. Uh, it's set in some kind of cyberpunk future that follows se- several strange, super-powered criminal and w- criminals and one good-hearted normal girl who all get suicide squatted basically. They got collars that'll blow uh, up. Okay. Uh, admittedly, this show is very flashy. It is very fun to watch. It is very cool looking. Uh, it feels like it's trying kind of hard. Like the first two episodes, the names are Seven, with a Seven instead of a V, and Reservoir Dogs. Like it's literally just taking action movies and making that the titles. Okay, cool. I get what okay, you're going okay. for. Um, but like, only time will tell if it has the substance to back up all that style. It does have a lot of style. So I'm not out yet. We'll see how it goes. Next up, uh, also hanging from the cliff, Our Last Crusade or The Rise of a New World. Very confusing. I'm not going to say very confusing. It's just kind of weird. It's a little, the story's a little bit stale is, is the big point here. Basically, there's a war between these two nations. One of them, which seems to be all technological and shit, and the other is high fantasy magic. And the high powered dude from the tech side is told he has to go and capture the high ranking magic lady. And she was a witch. He has a sword. Can I make it any more obvious? They, of course, meet and end up being like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, we're going to like make out or something. I don't know. Hey, give me one French kiss. One French, your finest French kiss, please. <laughs> uh, basically, the war bits in this one suck. The fights are like not that good. Like There's some cool like magic shit, but for the most part, the actual action is meh. The bits where the two of them uh, meet and are hanging out in the neutral city. The neutral city? Hey, I really want to go see the see the opera, but it's real close to the enemy territory. What if we made it neutral? I want to see the opera too. Okay. That just exists. Fine. They literally go and see an opera and end up bumping into each other after they almost killed each other, and that's how they you can't fight in the neutral city. So they end oh, up like love kind of hanging city, out. Baby. Those bits are admittedly really cute. Um, the thing that bums me about this one is it kind of lingers on the girl's giant boobs, which wouldn't bother me if it was more honest about it. If you're going to do the fan service, do the fan service. Don't tell me it's a serious love story and then show me just titty joke, titty joke. Commit or don't. All right. That's what I'm saying. Commit. Yeah. We all get tired of the elephant in the room. Just, just do it, it man. There. If you're going to do it, do it. You cowards. Anyway, next up is Moriarty the Patriot, also hanging from the cliff. A okay. young. I was seen curious this about this one. I haven't watched it yet. I don't hate it. I watched it with Haley. She's really big on like old timey Victorian shit. So yeah, she was Sherlock like, Holmes, right? Well, kind of. She was like, man, honestly, this is some shit I would watch in high school. So she she's down to watch more of it. So we'll probably hang on to it a little bit. It's specifically about Moriarty. Yeah, Sherlock like... has not been introduced yet, at all. But it's a young version of him. Uh, Sherlock Holmes is nemesis, solving crimes and doling out vigilante justice. Bad guys do not get arrested. They get dead, which is fun. It's basically Victorian era anime Dexter, and that's fine. 
It's fine. Sounds pretty sweet, man. Yeah, it's fine. I was curious about it. Next up, we have, man, you know, this is the one I should be in love with, but it's hanging. Adachi and Shimamura. This show, slow burn Yuri love story. Deliberately placed, it's pretty cute, but it lacks the hooks of, you know, your revolutionary girl, you Tinas, or even bloom into you. It's hanging from the edge as it has a habit of lingering a bit too long on these girls' thighs, which isn't so bad, but again, that doesn't really fit in with the whimsy of this show. It's a very cute show about these two girls who are clearly going to end up falling in love, but like, I don't know, it's really slow and kind of boring. It just doesn't have the hooks, Okay. you know? It's not bad. Next up, I'm standing on a million lives. This is an isekai about a straight-up misanthrope dude who gets sucked into a game with two female classmates, and you have to roll, you have to spin a big wheel to get your character, and it's like, this big chunk is for rogues, this big chunk is for warriors, and then there's like a bunch of tiny ones, like, oh man, those are the super special ones. He lands on one of those, super rare character, what am I going to get? You're a farmer, here's your pickaxe. He's super underpowered. The show is pretty boring, not a lot happens in this one. It's like, I don't... I don't really care, but the only reason it's not any lower on the list is because if this ends up being the isekai where the dude is super underpowered, then maybe I'm down for it. We'll find out. Okay. I don't know. Uh, but mostly I'm like, I just kind of don't care. Um, last up, By the Grace of the God. This is another isekai. Both These two isekais are both hanging from the edge. Featuring a grown-ass man who gets otherworlded into the body of a young boy with crazy strong magic and shit. He lives in the woods with a bunch of slimes. That's basically Sounds it. Sounds kind of cute. It's pretty cute. It's just nothing happens. It's very boring. I don't... Again, it's not boring enough for me to fall, up, fall straight up fall asleep. It's cute enough. It's just boring. Um, not a lot happens in this episode. The big reason it's not any higher up, because honestly, I don't... It's not just that it's boring. It's that considering the end of that episode and the end credits it looks like there's going to be like a young girl character who's introduced and the idea of it kind of seems like it's doing the puppy love thing and i'm like that's cute and all but that's a grown-ass dude in a kid's body and that skeeves me out a little bit you know what i mean okay so yeah i don't know we'll see what how if that it's one a grown-ass girl in a kid's body well then it's mostly fine it's still weird <laughs> it's more okay but it's still weird yeah sure if it's if they're both grown if it, ass if it's if your first scenario ass, if they're grown ass consenting adults who both got isekai'd into younger bodies still feels weird oh man i could just hit a spoiler for a current show right now oh jesus well it's a live action show i'm not gonna do it good lord all right we'll talk about but there that is later. there is a show on netflix right now where that, that, is that very much applies to that okay well maybe i'll check it out and tell me about that later all right, we've made it up to the actual pretty good stuff, the snowy plains of doing just fine. All right. First up, this is one I had to trick my girlfriend into watching because she hates Inuyasha. Yasha Hime, Princess Half Demon. Pretty fun show. It's about it's a sequel Inuyasha thing. It's about like that the cast of Inuyasha's kids who are now living and like basically they got separated at a young age. One of them fell down the well and got ended up in like you know our world or whatever in the future. And then, like, man, just to get back, but everyone's forgotten about them. The other kids who they were friends with have forgotten about them. It's really crazy. There's a mystery. It's a lot of fun. It's an absolute nostalgia trip if you enjoyed Inuyasha. If you are like Roger or my girlfriend Haley and you did not like Inuyasha, obviously you're going to avoid this one. But if you were fine with it, I didn't really have an opinion. I thought it was fine. Uh, the original show, it's very cute. And just watching that first episode, man, there is a lot of fun little references. You get to just see those characters you knew doing the things they did. And it's cool it's fine don't hate i can i can see people loving it yeah 
Next up, uh, this one I actually like quite a bit. Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena. It's a travelogue anime featuring a talented young witch. Uh, very cute. Um, basically, she becomes a witch, becomes a full-fledged witch. She's flying around. She's going to go from city to city and all this exploring and meet other people. And it's one of those. Very episodic. The episodic nature of it means it's only going to be good, as good as its stories are. So we'll find out. But it's really cute. And what I really wasn't expecting for such a cute show was the absolute badass magic fight scene in the first episode. It whips ass. She is like straight up magic dueling this lady, and it's bad ass. <laughs> like killer, freaking rad, breakneck, super cool. Uh, and then it goes to being super cute, and she's flying around it. in episode two. Check out check out the first one, at least. Maybe if you watch the second one, you're like, hey, that was kind of boring. Cool, you can skip it. Uh, check out that first one, at least. Next up, The Day I Became a God. This one, I, it's pretty close to tippity-top for me. Uh, pretty odd show about a dude who randomly meets a young girl who claims to be the omniscient god Odin. Weird premise already. The show is fine. The girl is super cute. She's the best part of it. She, like, she's goofy. She's quirky. She's having a lot of fun. Super cute. Um... The other characters get kind of meh so far. The big deal here is that she claims to be very omniscient, and she does a pretty good job proving that. Like, she is predicting all this stuff that's going to happen with pinpoint accuracy. What no one has bothered to... Like, the dude by the end of it, like, seems like he basically believes her, finally, after doubting her the whole time. What he has not uh, considered is that several times throughout that first episode, she tells him straight up, hey, the world's going to end in 30 days. So we'll see how that goes. It's pretty... Yeah. Who boy? We'll see. Yeah, that sounds cool. I really like this one. Um, it It's almost a tippity-top for me, but honestly, the only part I really love was the girl character. The rest of them were kind of meh. We'll see how it goes. It might end up be getting even better. Next up, Kuma 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 Bear. It's <laughs> a fun name. What is Kuma 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 Bear? I'm glad you asked, my good buddy, Roger. It's a VR MMO anime where the main character is constantly looked down on because she wears this super adorable bear costume rather than any kind of armor. She is, of course, crazy OP. So, haha, got you. You thought I was lame, but I'm super strong. Got you. Whatever. It's very cute. It's not in any way, like, offensive yet after the first episode. I don't know how much meat there is on that bone. But it's cute. Dude, you're so brave going through all these is isekai animes, dude. That's a VR MMO. It's okay, basically that's an isekai. true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, next up, this is one I think you'll really enjoy if you check it out. Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Dai. Uh, there's honestly Dragon nothing. Quest related to the game? Yes. Okay. It is straight up based on it. It looks uh, Dragon Ball-esque because, you know, same art and whatnot. Yeah. Um, basically, yeah, you got this orphan kid. He's raised by monsters. He wants to be an epic hero. It is Dragon Quest. It is super fun. It is, man, if you if you want to just grab you a bowl of Captain Crunch, sit in front of the TV, and pretend it's oh, Saturday morning. Damn, Saturday morning cartoon baby, level. It is hitting every le every one of those, just all the way down. It's absolutely yeah, this Saturday is, that's morning cartoon. definitely sounds like one I would like to check Bro, out. Bro, you got to check it out. Uh, Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die. I really enjoyed that first episode. It's very cute. Uh, next up, Tanakawa, Over the Moon for You. This is a pretty cute, kind of weird show about a dude who straight up loves at first, slight, at first sights on this girl. He's like walking, he sees her. My God, she's beautiful. I gotta ask her out. Oh, I gotta run across the street and get to hit by a truck. Just straight up, flat out. Uh, boom, unconscious. Hey, stop me if you've heard this one before. Just absolutely decked. <laughs> before he passes out, 
he manages to get back to on on to his, his broken legs find her at the, like sitting a little bit like a block away walks on two broken legs bleeding from his head to her and confess his love okay it sounds great at which point she tells him hey dude you need to go to the hospital but also fine i'll go out with you but only if we're married Sm he then passes out ends up in the hospital couple years later time jump sitting at a shitty apartment by himself doing nothing he's never even touched a girl and he he's just doing nothing with his life you know trying to get his high school his uh, college stuff going there's a knock at his door it's her holding a marriage certificate that needs his signature oh my god boom baby it's not bad it's that sounds that sounds fucking amazing. It's pretty cute. I I'm what is the name of this one? It's called Tanakawa Over the Moon for You. It's on Crunchyroll, I believe. Gonna have to check that out. It's pretty cute. I don't. I've, that's the only first episode. There's more to that episode. I didn't tell you the whole thing. Okay. But I think it's cute. We'll find out where it goes. It could end up being a big old pile of garbage, but I'm into it right now. So there you go. Well, you know that I love things that could end up being a big old pile of garbage, in your opinion. I'm looking at one, a special edition one that comes with, let's see, uncensored video, 10 uncensored art cards, and a fabric poster in this dom domestic girlfriend uh, special edition. Yeah, I know you enjoy things that could be total. It's really nice foiling, you know. <laughs> the foiling process they use on the box is very good. All right, I got one more here in the snowy fields of just okay, doing, doing just fine. Uh, and this is the one, this is one of those that I need to talk a little bit more about. Okay. But here we go. It's called Hypnos Hypnosis Mike Division Rap Battle. So, to call this a rap battle anime would be very generous. It is, in fact, a show about several cute boys who happen to be in groups and gangs of three, half of whom have heterochromia, Two colored eyes. Yeah. And they happen to rap. It's a show about pretty boys who do, rap. Do they spit bars? Dude. I, it's pretty wild, man. So the whole thing is like, you got the bad boys. You got the like professionals. There's like a doctor who raps. And when he raps, his microphone transforms into a caduceus. The wing of which says, ill doc. Uh, you got one group that is just makes no sense to me which is a high-ranking gangster a very uh proficient detective a cop and a dude who's in the navy and that dude raps into his big old walkie-talkie his big radio i don't know what this is i don't know what this is but i don't hate it and we'll find out i am side-eyeing it pretty hard for two reasons one it seems to have a weird issue with women. The show starts with a militaristic, almost dominatrix, who apparently just took over the government with her group, uh, the Party of Words, I believe they're called, and has outlawed all guns and weapons. Instead, disputes will be settled with special microphones that can apparently bend reality to one's will, assuming their rhymes are dope enough. So, like, you will see <laughs> criminals... This sounds amazing. You will see criminals who are about to fight and, like, the cops show up and they're like, huh? And they all reach into their coat jackets and pull out microphones. I, I shit you not. It's weird. It's absurd. I I don't I don't know. How is the music? The so the beats and and stuff are really good. I like them a lot. The animation when they're actually rapping, it kind of goes into that like 
uh, idle anime thing where like they're all CG for a little bit, which I don't love, but it's fine. What's happening around them is freaking bonkers. Like when the dude, the dudes I was telling you about, the gang police navy, and that is their chorus to their song they sing in the first episode. Gang police navy. It's fucking weird. Um, but like when the gangster starts rapping, he grabs his microphone. It like lengthens into a full length mic behind him. A giant coffin that is a speaker pops up with two more on either side and two giant hands, skeleton hands rip open the coffin and a giant skeleton head comes out, which is also a speaker in its mouth. It's bonkers visuals. I, I don't, it's so weird. And I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, but it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I really don't know what this one. It's called Hypnosis Mike Division Rap Battle. I gotta Hyp check this Hypnosis out. Mike is one word. All right. So that's it for the snowy plains of doing just fine. And finally, here we go, kids. We made it. We on the top. The tippity top. I got four shows for the tippity top. All right. I will start with one that I will say nothing about. Everyone, please go watch Talentless Nana. Just, just watch the first episode. I don't want to say anything else. Just watch that first episode. Can't really say anything. You want to go in as blind as possible. Please watch the first episode of Talentless Nana. Next up, Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle. This show is adorable. Uh, very cute. We got a stereotypical demon king lord prince guy who shows up in the very stereotypical kingdom and kidnaps the princess and the very stereotypical uh, blonde uh, hero with his shining armor is like, I will save her. But then instead of do having anything to do with that guy, we just cut to the princess who is sitting in her pretty nice room in the demon castle and being like, hey, shit to do here except sleep. This pillow sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna go get a new pillow. And she just she manages to like finagle and break her way out of the cell. She ends up making friends with some of the demons. She's like going around trying to find the best stuff to make the best pillow and make the best sheets and make the best everything. And it's just a very cute show. I don't know if it's gonna like, again, I don't know how much meat there is on those bones, but it's a very, very cute show. And I, it was very hard for me to watch it and not just be like, yeah like the whole time. Also, here's a random one. It has a very, very strange reference to that Clock Tower game. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah, Clock Tower. Clock Tower's on PlayStation, on Windows, on a bunch of stuff. Do you remember, like, Scissor Man, right? Yeah. <clears throat> the little weird guy. So there's a bit where she is, she sees someone, uh, one of these demons walking through the castle wearing this really beautiful, silky cape. And she's like, I gotta get that cape. So she finds this dude who is called a scissor mage or something. He's got an arm that's made of giant scissors. She's like, hey, can I borrow those? Can I get a pair of those? And she gets a pair of scissors and she gets out of the thing. The next thing we see is one of the demons reporting to the prince. The, the demon, the, the, the princess has escaped. She's out by the clock tower with giant pair of scissors. And then it just cuts to her literally doing the scissor man walk with the giant scissors. And I'm like, that is such a random fucking reference to make. But I appreciate that. Yeah. It's not as random as you'd probably think. It's pretty fucking random. Well, I mean... The, I feel like mo a lot of people don't even know what Clock Tower is. Uh, I think... Well, I mean, it, it originates in Japan. Well, right, but... So, Clock Tower had been out actually much longer than before we had it. We got it on right. PlayStation. It was on Super Nintendo. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, that's... It's still pretty random. Yeah. I, I would imagine that it probably has more of... Uh, had had more of a cultural impact than, uh, than it did here. I mean, certainly. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's that one. Fun show, very cute. I'm I'm into it. I'm gonna watch some more of it. It's a lot of fun. Next up, here's one Rogers is gonna be down for Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh yeah, I'd be loving this one right here. I wrote uh, here's here's what I wrote. This is a real banger of a shonen featuring a tough but pretty chill high school teen who ends up uh, neck deep in the world of curses and demons and shit. Mappa is putting a lot of money into this one, and it fucking shows. It the really animation does. animation is killer. The intro alone is killer. A lot, Everything about the show, killer. We will see how it goes. It could end up, like, I yeah. might end up not liking it later, but right now, super into it. Yeah. Very cool. I talked about flashy. it a little bit in the last episode, the yeah. last ramble, and um, I, I, I will say after seeing the second episode of it, I was a little disappointed because I was hoping it would have more to do with the mm. occult club. I don't know that it is actually dropping that aspect of it. We'll but find out. Yeah, we'll find out. It, it, the second episode led me to believe that that was the case, but uh, I really do enjoy it. I really enjoy these character designs. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, but let me tell you, Roger, it's not my favorite this season. Okay. It's not even my favorite MAPPA series this season. Okay. My number one, my personal favorite, the Sir Edmund Hillary Award for the Tippity Toppitist, goes to the Gymnastic Samurai. Okay. This show. Please tell me about this. This show's so damn cute and so damn fun. Uh, we have an aging gymnastic star and single father named Jotaro. Sure. Uh, he. They call him the Gymnastic Samurai because he wears his hair in a, like a ponytail. Kind of looks like a stereotypical samurai. All right. Uh, he is facing down retirement. He's getting a little older. He can't really keep up like he used to. And he, when he randomly encounters an illegal immigrant ninja who finagles his way into moving in with them, uh, it's super fun. Uh, there's a little bit of mess CG in here, uh, because map is not putting all their money into this one, but it's mostly just very cute. Um, so it kind of gives me hints of the, uh, what's it called? Kakushi Goto? Yeah. It's a little bit like that one because basically you got this dude and his his daughter and he doesn't want her to know that he might have to retire because like that's the basically only like real that's the biggest connection he's got to her. But like it's just a lot of fun, man. It's super cute. They have a pet hornbill. You know hornbills? Yeah. The They have a pet hornbill. The the giant bird? <laughs> the giant bird. They call it Big Bird. And it's like teal with a little star on it, like it's a freaking care bear. I don't know. It's just really strange and cute and fun. And I really, I, I, every second of this show, I was just more and more charmed by it. There's also bits where like, so when they meet the random ninja, they, they go to, I watched it with Haley. We, we describe, we would describe it as the ninja sans fair. Cause it appears to be just a place you go where there's like ninjas and people talking about ninja culture and shit. And there's like ninjas running around. And they have ninja shows. It's like a renaissance fair for ninjas, huh. which is rad. Um, and she's like on the way there. Like, so the whole thing is set in 2002. So there's a lot of like weird early 2000s nostalgia. Like she really loves the Matrix. Like a, a bunch of eight, like dudes in suits come to try and get this ninja. Because you find out later he's like, you know, an illegal immigrant or something. And she's like, ah, it's Agent Smith. It's like really fucking funny. Um, also, the outro is another fun reference to early 2000s because it's literally just the main cast covering Orange Range's song Shanghai Honey, which was apparently a huge hit in 2004. Huh. It's really fucking cute. It's really fucking fun. 
I don't even know, man. It, I don't know where this is going exactly. I'm not convinced that this uh, illegal alien ninja character isn't an actual alien because he don't seem to understand anything like that's going on. He's just a total rando weirdo uh, who ends up inextric in inexplicably moving in with them. It's just a lot of fun. It's just very charming. It's a lot of fun. I love this freaking show so sounds, far. After one cute. episode, I love it. Sounds cute. It's a lot of fun. And that, my friends, takes us to the end of Brandon's Vibe Check Mountain. We got yeah. there. Your bold, bold boy, Brandon, here, is really taking one for all of the good buddies out there. I, I, I said before, I want to watch at least one episode of everything. I'm trying to get at least one episode of literally everything. And I, listen, you heard on there, a couple of these literally put me to sleep. So yeah. I'm not going to live up uh, to that completely. Notably missing is Higurashi when they cry. And of that's, course. That's, I, okay. I told you I would leave that. I was leaving that one off yeah. because we were talking about it yep. on the show. I would probably that one's easily like a. I don't know if I'd say tippity top, but it's definitely it's, uh, the snowy the plains of yeah. just fine. It's got some snow boots on. It's doing just fine. It's trucking. Oh yeah, it's got the big old tennis rackets on its feet yeah. and everything, and a baseball <laughs> bat in its hand, and it's caked in blood. Yeah, just caked in blood. Good God. Oh my lord. But yeah, uh, there's there's so many damn shows this season, and there's more good stuff than i thought there's a lot of really short like short ones i noticed too yeah i'm not watching any of those uh there was one that i started to watch and i was like oh this is one of those short ones i'm not i'm not gonna watch the whole thing i got maybe like a minute in. i was like oh wait this is porn yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple like they have there's the same thing like uh i think a couple season ago seasons ago there was one I can't remember the name of it now, but I started watching it. But and I, before I realized it was like a 15-minute one, like I got through the whole thing before I realized it was a short one, and I don't, I don't count those. Sorry. Uh -huh. Straight up porn. Like it's literally just this dude's a gladiator, and because he's the strongest uh, human, he's the strongest gladiator. There's like these two orc girls that like gotta get that baby batter, yo. And so <laughs> Was this the one from a couple seasons ago? It's from or is this a couple a new seasons okay, ago. Yeah. Uh, I think it was called Peter Gill or something. I don't remember. Some bullshit. There was another one this season that I like was flipping through and I was like, what is this? And I started watching. I was like, oh, this is porn. And just clicked it out. I don't remember the name <laughs> of it. I'll, I'll look it up and text it to you because I know you want to see it. Okay. Duh. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, there's a lot of shows this season and there's more than I thought there would be are very good. Um, and some that so again, far everything I've checked out I've been enjoying yeah there's a lot of good stuff I definitely think you need to check out Talentless Nana I think you definitely need to check out that one's I meant to check it out already but I fell asleep yeah <laughs> buddy I fell, uh, I fell asleep on the couch with the remote in my hand with a nice mug cocoa I did not make it well um so but there's a there's a couple in there that I, I mentioned and you sounded really into, so I'll try to remember which yeah. ones and text them to you, dude. I yeah. think you definitely... I'll so catch them on the... Whenever, whenever I do the playback to edit the video, I'll, I'll catch it. Yeah, man. You definitely got to check out that Dragon Quest thing, though, man. I feel like it's straight directly inside of your alley. Uh, I think you're going to like that I one. like it. I actually, like, literally, I was waiting, like, like later when I get home, I'm going to pour me up a little bowl of uh, fucking sugary-ass cereal and put on the second episode. Fruit Loops! Uh, I think I actually have Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, good. Very Sometimes good. I like to mix a Cinnamon Toast Crunch with Captain Crunch and make Super Crunch. Oh, man, dude. Uh, <laughs> you got to get the Cinnamon Toast Crunch churros if you haven't yet. I heard that was good. They are freaking amazing. All right. They are amazing, dude. This is now a cereal podcast. Yeah, it's a cereal podcast. This is not a cereal podcast. 
let's roll ourselves on out of here. Let's, get, let's um, just beat it on out. Yeah, uh, I, I remembered the the thing that I wanted to talk about oh, earlier. Tell me. It was domestic girlfriend. You monster. <laughs> My dude, how did you? You said you bought that with birthday money that you got from your girlfriend's mom. I did. Yeah, I'm very. You gotta proud let her know it. that's how you spent it. I told I told Cat that she could let her know. <laughs> Take a picture and text yeah, like it. You, to her. you can send her a photo. You ain't even opened it yet, man. I thought for sure you'd nah, be man, checking out. No, man, I got it in them. the mail today. I thought for sure you'd be checking out them uh, uh, straight up softcore porn cards in there. I'm looking. I'm looking. Like it's got the little stars on them here, but I'm looking at titties. Damn, Roger, you really bought this. <laughs> That's fine. No judgment. You live your life. I'm proud of it, man. This is my most favorite thing in my entire no, collection. No, no public judgment. I would never say publicly, man. How embarrassing and gross. And you know weird. what this also has? What? what this is a. It has a textless. Uh, the opening song. But textless. Yeah, just just the art and the song. Just me and the song, baby. Nice, dude. I. Uh, uh, I'm into it. I bought. I got one of those a while ago. Uh, it was like a DVD, uh, and I think the single. Um, for Stand By Me by the Peggies. That was oh, the, nice. It was the closing theme for... Um, Stars On My. Stars On My, yeah. But, like, the DVDs are textless. Pretty fun. <sighs> no titties in that one. A lot of butts, though. <laughs> A lot of butts. A lot of butts. Let's uh, get the butts out of here, Let's dude. I can't here, breathe man. anymore. Oh, baby. Well, we're going to end break on out. So, uh, thank you stuffy. so much for checking out our show. Again, I talked a lot about shows from this season fall 2020 that i so far again vibe check this is just an episode or two in so subject to change but if you guys think man that show he said was really cool is actually shitty or that show he said was really shitty is actually rad let me know roger yeah. already told me no bless i'm gonna check out awakening and we'll see how that goes yeah um but yeah hit us up let us know uh, what you think we should be checking out. There's a number of ways you can let us know uh, what we should be checking out. The easiest way to do that is, of course, on the YouTube page, The Good But. Uh, sorry, it's Rapid Kick Media, Good Buddies on YouTube. We're on there. Yep. Uh, leave us a comment while you're at it. Like, subscribe, and yeah. click that bell so we can give you the notifications. Hit us on that Discord. Absolutely, hit us on that Discord. Uh, link should be in the notes for the show, uh, wherever you found it. Um, you may also be listening to the podcast. We are on podcast uh, or Podbean. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. Uh, leave us a five star review and tell your friends. We love. Uh, we'd love to get some more people out here listening to us and uh, joining in the conversation about these cool, cool cartoons that we love so much. You can also hit us up on the Facebook group, The Good Buddies uh, Anime Universe on Facebook, or is The Good Buddies Universe? Just The Good Buddies Universe on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Twitter, TGB underscore Anime Pod. We are also we also have the Dead and Zombified Tumblr that you can still check out if you want to. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll jump on there every now and then just to like something or repost something. Um, that's thegoodbuddies.tumblr.com, and of course the classic TGB. Uh, sorry, the Good Buddies Anime Pod at gmail.com. Yep. If you want to straight up email us, we will take that as well. Anywhere you want to hit us up, pretty much anywhere you see the name The Good Buddies, yeah. that's us. Unless it is those Juggalos on Spotify. Yeah, that is not us. The best uh, place is obviously the comments. We're going to see that the quickest or whatever, and we'd be happy to respond to you. You got it. 
Um, beyond that, we do want to give a few musical shout-outs here. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout-out to our good buddies Married with Sea Monsters for the opening theme, RIP that band. But uh, they, you can still find their stuff on Spotify, but the opening track, Paper Doll, you can only find on marywithseamonsters.bandcamp.com. Check it out. Download it. It's rad. It rocks. It's so, so good. Thank you, Married with Sea Monsters. RIP. We also want to give a shout out to another shout out to our good buddy Haas for the closing theme on the YouTube portion of the uh, review portion of the show. Rather, uh, thank you so much, Haas. That is Thomas Taste Better on Instagram and Dungeon Witch on YouTube. Again, Thomas Taste Better on Instagram and Dungeon Witch on YouTube for our closing theme, which we are still calling, which is called "The Buddy's Good." That song rocks. Yeah, it's so good. That that dude shreds, man. He's I was actually good, like man. listening to his stuff again the other day. I was like, damn. This- He's very talented, dude. Very Always talented. has been. Dude, whip, dude, dude, whip a little yeah. ass. Good guy, man. And of course, a shout out to our good buddy, a petty theft. That's like the industrial version. <laughs> That's basically how it's pronounced. <laughs> uh, two, two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Papetti theft. Again, a shout out to Papetti Theft. You can find Papetti Theft on Twitter and on SoundCloud. Thank you, Papetti Theft, uh, for our closing theme on the podcast, which we are still calling Sweet Anime Dreams. Thank you so much. One more time, Papetti Theft. And I think that about does it. Um, damn, Roger, you got one to take us out on? Do you got one? If no. you don't, I can come up on. I got it. I got it, dude. All right, you got it. So from all of us here at the uh, Good Buddies Anime Review slash show slash podcast slash universe, I am your good buddy, Brandon. And I am your good buddy, Roger. 